Welcome back to Courage to Shine with Michelle Colt. So I'm going to be covering a lot of really groovy things in this week's episode. And the first thing I wanted to chit-chat about is agendas. Agendas. Having agendas can be very, very tricky and unhelpful. Because unfortunately, agendas are all around us trying to control other people, circumstances, situations. Now, when we have the ability to let go and let flow, it's actually an opportunity for magic to become part of the equation. Another really groovy thing that happens is we are then able to connect with our knowing, intuition, and it's just so much less stressful to let go of controlling and agendas. Now, it certainly takes balls and ovaries to do this because we are then stepping into the unknown. And as I've spoken about in many episodes, The nervous system, we could also say the mind, ego, hates the unknown because its control mechanisms go out the window. Now, if you look at the world word control, con-troll. Again, I know I do this a lot in terms of breaking down words, con-troll. Conditioning, concepts, control, control. (laughs) Wherever we can let go of the cons, which are con jobs, it's very, very helpful. Now, it's really important, as I'm always saying, to be very gentle with yourself around this. And the more of a sense of play and fun and curiosity we can bring forward, It's helpful and it goes a long way in terms of calming down the nervous system. So a really helpful thing for you to do around all of this is just begin to contemplate whenever you notice chaos coming up, what kind of agendas seem to spring up around that? So as soon as you begin to go into this place of chaos, begin to notice what the mind does in terms of how it starts to want to control people, places, and situations. And what happens when you're able to do this is you begin to watch the way the conditioning concepts control you and it's almost as if all of that conditioning is a puppet master and you become the puppet and your actions and your thinking and all of that is being controlled 
so that becomes the puppet part, by the puppet master, which is the concepts and conditioning. And the more you begin to notice how chaos shows up for you, something really interesting starts to happen. That awareness begins to be like a big golden set of scissors that begins to snip and it begins to cut the puppet master's control or the conditioning. So as I'm always speaking about, awareness is a big part in all of this because awareness is the first step out of self-sabotage. And awareness is also one of the first steps as you begin to cut the strings that puppet you. I just love that metaphor. I think it's so powerful. It's such a visual. Now, collective thoughts and patterns has a lot to do with what puppets us. And having the ability to recognize them is actually a form of cutting the strings. Here's the thing. Seeing that something has been running us is absolutely key. The acknowledgement moves us into a place of being more present. And this acknowledgement is a very important part of the process. Acknowledgement and acceptance move us out of denial move us out of a place where there's so much unconscious material and conditioning running the show. Acknowledgement and acceptance also help us to move out of a place where we're constantly living out the past. And acknowledgement and acceptance help us to begin to experience more of being present. Now, another really big important part of this is that when we are able to forgive ourselves for a past pattern, we begin to move into our power again. And as you step into your power, you move more and more into your authenticity and your truth. And then this gives you the ability to feel more and more comfortable being your authentic self. And as I'm always saying, a big part of all of this is acceptance and then self-forgiveness. You have always done the best you could with the resources you had available at that time. And the more we can move into a place of acceptance and self-forgiveness, we begin to have a quicker access into our heart, into our vulnerability, and then our knowing and intuition. Having the ability to heal our past trauma always starts with acknowledgement. Then we're able to move into a place of acceptance. Your truth will set you free. 
Now, there is something else I want to speak about today. There are many different distorted thinking styles that we deal with as human beings. And I want to highlight two today. There are two that I have spoken about in the past. The first one is known as polarized thinking. And this comes up when we begin to experience things as black or white, good or bad. And there's no middle ground or no gray area when this is happening. And it's absolutely a trauma response. And when this tendency is coming up, we perceive everything in extremes. And the problem with that, well, there's many problems with that. One of the main problems is it's very hard on the nervous system when we're doing this because it's these swings, like a manic aspect and then this deeply depressive aspect. We see things as horrible or amazing, wonderful or horrible. And then what this does is it creates a very black and white world. And we miss out on all the nuances of gray, which is the beauty of life in so many different ways. And then what happens also, of course, if we're in this black and white polarized thinking thing aspect is we tend to be really, really hard on ourselves. We become very judgmental of ourselves. If we don't feel like we're perfect or brilliant, we swing to the opposite end. We are a failure, an imbecile. And what's driving all of this, of course, is this need to be perfect. Like the world is going to fall apart if we're not perfect. Perfect in a relationship. Per perfect in a business situation. It's really fascinating. The mere recognition that it's coming up means that you're able to start to step out of it. And having a silly sense of humor about it and a sense of curiosity is, of course, very helpful. Now, the other one I want to speak to today is mind reading. This is a fascinating one that so many people don't even realize they're doing. With this tendency, the identity knows what other people are feeling and why they act in the way that they do. In particular, the ego projects and imagines it can divinely know how other people are feeling towards us. Mind readers, people that do mind reading, are constantly making assumptions about how other people are feeling and what motivates them. And these assumptions are usually born of past experiences. But nevertheless, we believe them. Mind reading is all about projection, transference, and age regression. And people that do mind reading tend to jump to conclusions that are true for them without checking whether or not they're true for the other person. Another thing that's really fascinating about people that do this is they tend to be hypervigilant. They think that they're in present time reality, but they're actually in an age regressed past time. I have to say that when we can have the capacity and the wherewithal to 
understand that so much of our thinking is based on a coping mechanism and something like mind reading is the first step towards more freedom. So a lot of times if I am talking to my husband Robert and I'll say I have a read on something, I will literally say to him, I may be mind reading, but here's what I'm getting. Mind reading is not intuition. You know your mind reading if there's this sense of doom, this sense of anxiety. See, so much of that is motivated from age regression and fear. As I've talked about in past episodes, intuition and knowing comes through as a very, very clear stream. And even if it's saying something, I'll just use this word, negative, there's no drama around it. And even if it's relaying something to us that is positive, there's no hyperness around it. It's a good way to distinguish, you know, whether it's uh, intuition or mind reading. And having the ability to really identify when polarized thinking is coming up and mind reading is so helpful in stepping out of that conditioning that puppets us so much of the time. So a great thing to do after hearing this episode would be to do some journaling around all of this. Getting clear around this. You could write down different things that you feel have puppeted you in the past. Because that awareness and the acknowledgement of it is the first step out of it. And you could do the same thing with the polarized thinking and also the mind reading. Mind reading, polarized thinking, they all are a way the nervous system deals with chaos. So the more comfortable we can get in and with the unknown, the better. And this is definitely one of the things I help my clients with. And it's something that I work with daily for myself. Because as I've said several times, recently in podcast episodes. What enlightenment really is, is moving into a space where you know you're not your reactions, your emotions, your beliefs, and your thinking. And as you move into that space, you begin to stop trying to control everything You begin to trust more. You experience more of a sense of well-being. And in that place, grace enters the scene. Ah. So I'm just going to invite you to just let your bellies relax. If you're sitting on something right now, go ahead and give your body weight up and over to it. 
and notice that you're safe. So I got a really lovely review last night for my podcast. Michelle's podcast addresses things at such a deep level. She is brilliant at helping us see what's sabotaging us in terms of our unconscious patterns. She is compassionate, funny, walks her talk in an authentic, relatable way. The Nervous System Whisperer is the perfect name slash title for her. Do yourself a favor and follow her podcast so you are notified whenever it drops. It's life-changing. Lovely. Thank you so much. So go ahead and follow, rate, and review my podcast. The reviews mean so much to me. It's quite easy. You just go down to the very end of my podcast page and you'll see a little line that says write a review. And then you can hit that and then proceed. Sharing the episodes that you really feel could help someone else is such a lovely thing to do. Following me on Instagram is a good idea because I'm always posting processes and insights there. Michelle Colt Coach is my handle on Instagram. To get my Nervous System Whisper ebook, which so many people have shared with me, has been so helpful, you can pop on my website, www.michellecolt.com. And to get information about working with me privately or to purchase one of my previous online workshops, you can go ahead and email me at michelle at michellecolt.com. Letting your bellies relax again. Notice what the temperature of the air feels like against your skin right now. Noticing that you're safe as best you can. Noticing that it's safe to be in your body. Notice that it's safe to be alive. Until next time.